0: We've got one action-packed episode for you on today's Was It Good? with a look at Space Sweepers in episode 70 of Attack on Titan, Deceiver. I'm Ravi, and I'm joined by my two brothers, Krishna and Arjuna, and our producer, Mr. Michael, is behind it all, making sure we look and sound pretty. That was the intro. Oh, uh, you got one more line. Nope. I didn't. I that didn't, I didn't put. Intro. I didn't put that line there. You got to read it. I didn't. I didn't see. Th- and there's somebody you said the format of. Somebody. Show. Somebody put it there and made me promise that I would not erase it, so that you would say it. I'm not saying. Say it. it. I'm not saying it. Ravi, say it. I will say it if you explain to Arjuna and I first. Okay. We're gonna reveal some big, behind the scenes, behind the scenes news and drama. Okay. okay. So the format of this show is always the three of us. Watch a piece of content. Oh, uh, yes, yes. And yes, one yes. of the things that we're I reviewing...
1: Have a, I, I, I have a counter to this, too. Oh,
0: of course. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm digging myself. I'm digging really <laughs> my own grave right here. Yeah. And the four of the shows, the three of us yeah. will watch a piece of content, and then we will debate Supposedly, it yes. And ask that question of, was it good? <laughs> Allegedly. Right? Yeah. We all, I think, maybe, I don't know, agreed that we were going to watch a great... No, we did. Amazing. Agreed. First of its kind, space opera from South Korea called Space Sweepers. Yes. I watched it. Yep. During the work day, Arjuna watched it.
1: Yes, at uh, Probably at two in the morning. <laughs> some
0: point in time. Some point oh. in time. And then Krishna <laughs> yeah. forgot. I did. Why Krishna? Well, no one reminded me. We you, don't remind you to breathe or wipe your butt or eat are or you sure? go for a walk. Uh, no, so honestly. I um, actually, uh, okay. after I do have a
1: confession. I've been texting Krishna every day since we got texting back in the mid-2000s to tell him to make sure to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 exactly exactly without those texts good lord i'd be so backed up right now
0: no uh honestly after uh saturday you know i <laughs> didn't remember much of anything on sunday it's not my fault you guys needed to tell me It's to not torture. my fault it's not it's my not fault. fault it's not, it's not my, fault. Fault. It's not it's my fault. fault i did it for the art it wasn't like there wasn't like a point on um there wasn't a point like
1: on sunday when you're recovering from the events of Honest, saturday that you were like
0: man I feel like you need to do something. You know, no, it, I actually, not at all. I actually
1: was close to texting our group. I'm like, oh, just to like double check on Sunday, like, are we still watching have. the movie? But I didn't for some reason. I yeah. probably should have. You forgot.
0: You forgot to do it. I think so this it, proves that we have a communication breakdown.
1: But I, I'm also, to be fair to Krishna, uh, Ravi, <laughs> you uh, have actually gone on the show and lied about watching a movie. Uh, a really go good back, movie. Go back to episode 100. Uh, Ravi claimed that he watched Mad Max: Fury Road. He didn't. He lied. What is wrong with um, you? Um, so, I would yeah. also like to point out that I propose a lot of movies, and you guys are always like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it, and then we never do. Yeah. Uh, like we um, want you to feel
0: respected in the moment.
1: <laughs> by then. completely disrespecting me and being like yeah, yeah yeah we'll do it. like i yeah, think yeah. i i think i we pitched don't want out you to like, feel bad. reviewing minari and Who? and some other movies as well um like malcolm and marie on netflix <laughs> and you guys are like yeah 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 sure and then it just never happens
0: but you know i can't, i can't even remember to wipe my own ass you have to you have to text me <laughs> for that so what do you what do you what do you want from me
1: i want you to have a photographic memory and remember everything i say <laughs> Oh, my God. It's
0: true. You should be able to remember everything. You would think so.
1: But regardless
0: of the movies that you have proposed to us, Arjuna, Space Weepers is such a
1: colorful movie.
0: Colorful and more, I would say, us type of movie. Like, we are, I would say, collectively, this is just a general collective statement, we like the big blockbusters. We like the action and sci-fi movies that make very little sense. <laughs> Wandering Earth is a really good example of one of these amazing big foreign space blockbusters where it's like when you break it down, it's like, no, it's completely and utterly bullshit. But then when you really kind of dive into it, you're like, wait, this is actually a solid, compelling, great world-building film. And Space Weavers is another film, just like Wandering Earth, that you look at the trailer and you're like, no, there's no way. There's no way this shit is any – this is just a goofy – Justice League esque type of
1: bullshit. <laughs> didn't watch, so I didn't watch the trailer, but a big picture idea on like space sweepers and wandering earth. There's something about them I feel like t- modern movies in America, in the West, right? They focus so much on the technical aspect. A lot of the time, the cinematography, the CGI, the the pedigree of the names behind the actors, right? The director, like all these kind of superfluous items that buzzwords, and buzzwords, and, buzz stuff. and like a way to build up stuff. And like I feel like we focus in on those elements, while these these like f- these blockbusters, like the CGI isn't the best, right? Like it's the the dialogue isn't the best like, it's a little campy but there's like a there's a sense to these movies that is like a it reminds me of like the 90s and the 80s where it's like okay it's not the best but like it's still there's something like really enjoyable about it's th- it it's i think it comes down to like so Christian, we're going to
0: ruin this movie for you. Oh, yeah. You're, no, you're no, still going to no. go back so, and watch it at so. some point. Yeah, but yeah, but it's yeah. basically, Space. the idea of Space Sweepers is humanity, the Earth, you, you can't live on it. It's terrible. It's hot garbage. It's climate change galore. And this genius dude creates an organization. Richard Armitage, uh, Richard Armitage Thorsh. from, uh, from uh, Thorn Oakenshield. Right. So he has, get his name right.
1: He sounds just like Thorne, by the way. <laughs> yes, he's a very, great voice, very much so. But he
0: basically is this super old human at like a hundred plus something. He's created a space, <laughs> which they don't explain at all. By nope, the way, in the nope, <laughs> they, they and he's created this space, uh, space kind of organization where people are living in these, you know, very much kind of like gub- Gundam esque like Ooh. space colonies. You know, they're floating around Earth, they're satellites, and the ultimate goal is to get everyone to Mars. And he's only allowed really, what, like 10%, less than 10% of the Earth to actually leave Earth and live in these space colonies? Elite, elite, uh, the elitists. Right? It's the very kind of like, you know, classism is a very big key thing in this, in this film.
1: I don't know if you noticed when they showed, like, the shots of the people on the planet, but I'm pretty sure it was just, like, all white people. <laughs> oh no <laughs> i think it was a meta commentary on like who this guy considered the elites were yeah. of the uh, of the planet uh, oh
0: boy! so so it's very much kind of like this futuristic, you know, doomsday-esque type world, but there is a glimmer of hope. But what I think this film does really, really well is the world building, right? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it runs in just under, I believe, two hours. It's two hours and 15 minutes. Okay, so just over two hours. Um, But it packs everything in terms of, like, a very compelling, interesting story about where humanity's future is going to go, but then also giving you the backstory of who this psychopath devil maybe is um, and kind of how this world functions and exists and, and whatnot. And I think like movies like this, Wandering Earth, they do a really good job at this world building where, you know, American counterparts don't do things as well in terms of, you know, creating a, a futuristic dystopian world, making it kinda of just feel like, Oh, this is really, really
1: stupid. You know? I, I also really like the characters in this movie. And I think like again to make the comparison to Wandering Earth, like What I liked about that movie were the characters in the movie. Like, I thought there was a little bit more depth or a little bit more care to those characters. While you take, you know, let's take the Western blockbuster, a Marvel movie, where they throw in so many characters and it's like, I don't know who Caped Man number four really is and like... I guess they were cool, but what was their characterization? Well, this movie like it has a smaller cast, you know there's four main crew members essentially on the ship, and so there's a lot of time that you get to spend with them, you really get to know them and and such and you kind of care you like I cared about these characters by mm. the end, and so I, I that's what I like really. I really dug about it. And like, when you compare it to some of those other quote unquote, like Netflix guilty pleasures, right? Like the, you know, for, you know, the, um the triple frontier that you really like. And um, what's the other one? Uh, extraction. Extraction. Right. Yeah. You know, I didn't get in as into those characters. Cause I didn't th- think they did like a good job characterizing them. No, it like was terrible. for me, at least it was awful. But like for these, like, and I wouldn't <laughs> say like, it was great. Like it was like <laughs> award winning, like characterization and like super, a super unique story. Like, Definitely not that at all. But I still cared about the characters, and I loved like the banter, and I, it felt like this was a movie that worked on that, like worked on the acting craft and making sure that these characters had real relationships, and like it was just more believable than like Oscar Isaac and Ben Affleck to me, you know.
0: How dare you! Oscar Isaac and Ben Affleck were superstars, and are superstars, and will be. Always. So, a couple of uh, interesting facts with this film. So, it's Korea's first space blockbuster. Um, I've read well, c-
1: much like Wandering Earth was China's was first for China. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, and and don't get me wrong. So, like South Korea has done a, a really good job with horror films, thrillers, um, sci-fi in general, but they have not done like a space opera to this kind of scale and magnitude um, ever. So that's kind of interesting. And then since its release, it's been number one in sixteen countries on Netflix, which is, I think. Super awesome,
1: really cool. They also have multiple languages in the show, like in the movie. I should say there's so like French. There's, so the main ones are Korean, but Richard Armitage is an English cat. Like he's is an American, well, not American. He's like British. Um, he's devil. <laughs> he's like a devil. Character. He's from like Paradise. <laughs> oh, but he's he definitely speaks English throughout the entire movie. Um, so they actually mix languages in there, um, which I think that's uh, Has more of an international appeal. Yeah, um, to the movie and i really enjoyed that aspect of it so
0: so because of obviously a success you know do you think our, i i'll frame this for our june do you think there's going to be a sequel you think it's the a franchise starter is there is there something here or do you feel like maybe based on how the story kind of ends we good
1: i think it's definitely open ended right like if you're going to focus on these characters on the on the space sweepers you definitely have more story to tell i think where they are in the world um you know, there's a little bit of a conclusion that this. Um, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. There is, <laughs> as our producer just hastily like plugs his ears. I write that with so him. So there's uh, the the central plot of this movie is the sweet these the sweepers that we follow come across this uh, little girl, who is falsely reported as being a a robot, um, who will blow up, um, but she's actually human. Who was injected with nanobites and like can actually like terraform and like do really cool robotic things? Right? Because this
0: world is very big. Ba- a lot of their technology is based on nano nanobots. Yeah. So she's able to actually communicate with these bots and make them create yeah. life. That she does. She
1: does crazy superhero stuff in this movie. Like, at, at the very end of the movie, the four heroes actually take a bomb and blow up and are going to die to like save the world and she summons a bunch of nanobots from somewhere closes them and then brings them back so she's iron man no she's like god <laughs> yeah she's got god level powers <laughs> she's the matrix uh, i think archie we yeah. can
0: agree um tiger park mr park yes. is probably the best character right
1: yeah he's definitely has the most he's definitely like very interesting um and i, I really enjoyed his character especially cuz he's presented at the beginning as this Tough first guy. off he's like this huge mob boss from earth who was like one of the richest people on the planet. Then he somehow be- lost it all and became an engineer on this ship. And then he becomes a big softy towards, um, the little girl character. Like he basically becomes like a father figure mm. uh, to her. One of the father figures, I should say to her, uh, character. Yeah. Because
0: they all kind of like the main characters universally, like adopt her essentially Right after her father is killed in
1: front Brutally of Brutally murdered by the halo, by the uh, master chief.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, there's Wait, what? Ma- yeah. There's Master Chief style armor <laughs> in this. Chris, it's a great film. You should seriously. Oh, I, I'm even though oh, we're yeah, ruining yeah. it for you, should watch it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, still going to watch it's it. Enjoyable, you know. Even though I know everything. That Actually, I'm now. curious,
1: Ravi, Did you watch the English dub or did you watch it in the original? I in the watched it in the original. The
0: English dub. I, st- I st- because by default on your Netflix, Same. it will put it in the English. And I was watching in the beginning. I was like, this, didn't, this didn't is like god it. awful. Didn't like it. So I had to figure out because when I first saw it, I didn't realize it was a South Korean film. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't read the description. Because who <laughs> reads in this day and age? So I had to Google it and figure out it, figure out like <laughs> what the language was, and then find and select the correct one. Yeah,
1: I, I, I don't like dubbed movies. They just look bad. Like they you sound can't bad. make The dub look good. The dub never sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I always like the original language. So definitely had to, to kind of fiddle with that, and then get the subtitles. Um, lined up and everything. I was like, I was trying to see if there was a way for the subtitles only to come on for the Korean parts, but not the English part. But I couldn't get that figured out. Netflix doesn't
0: have that technology yet.
1: Yeah, so we'll get there. But it was fine. It was good. Yeah,
0: overall I enjoyed that the whole the whole experience. Um, couple last things here, Junior. You've got highlighted in our outline here. What happened to the daughter? Okay,
1: so is it this is, your is this
0: your yeah hot take?
1: This is, it's not my hot take. It's just the biggest question I have in this movie. So this is what's confusing to me, right? The the main character, our pilot of the of the group, adopts this little girl. As uh, the, you're as
0: saying Tahoe? Ta
1: yes. Mm-hmm. Played that, by
0: Song jong Ki.
1: Yes. Uh, ha- has a, a daughter a, a, a little girl that he adopts because he's part of the Master Chief program. Um, military frat their military faction, <laughs> basically. He's, he was a child soldier. Like all, like all these characters actually have like really interesting backgrounds. Like, Fucked up backgrounds. He was uh, he was adopted by this the main CEO Richard Armitage character. He was then made into a child soldier. Then after killing enough people, he like saw this <laughs> little girl and then became a human or like you know. Be- humanized him essentially that he basically went from being super rich kicked out of the program became dirt poor like became like a gambling addict like just trying to make his way and then he basically uh one day like was told his daughter to go outside and then that one day he to- told her to go outside um an asteroid hit the space station and she was sucked into space but here is my confused part what was she dead the whole time? Like so, there's this whole subplot of like he becomes a pirate and he becomes part of the space sweepers because he's trying to raise money to save her. And he has like a, They say that she has a three year span to save her because she's still in Earth's orbit for three years, and then they'll lose her. But what I'm confused about is like if you're sucked into space like that, don't you? So how I interpreted <laughs> was
0: in this futuristic world, the nanobots play a very big, crucial part to how society works. Okay. And I, I looked at it as more their consciousness is either halfway stuck or transferred or something in like a nanobot system. And you have three years because typically a decay orbit, um, not typically, but I guess a decay orbit can take up to X amount of time. Before it you know burns up and it's gone. So if there's a bunch of nanobots that are holding her consciousness, um, that's where I thought that whole piece came from. And he just wanted to be able to say goodbye. Like I think he knew she was gone. I see. I think, or that's the way at least I kind of interpreted it.
1: Yeah, it was definitely not clear. It was
0: not the cleanest <laughs> piece of the whole of the whole thing. And
1: I was confused. I'm like, wait, so is she alive? Why is he paying all this money? I am confused. <laughs> <laughs> she was dead. Well, I would assume so if she was sucked into space. She,
0: or, now she's dead.
1: But, I mean, like, to your point,
0: too, like, uh, Richard... Armitage. Armitage's character where he's, like, 150, and there's no kind of, like, real explanation. But, again, I look at that where it's these nanobots, because right. there's a lot of shots where his fa- he gets angry and you see red running through his veins. He looks like the devil. He looks like yeah. Well, devil there's evil also evil a, there's whatever. also a
1: shot. I don't know if you noticed this when they do a body scan of yeah. him, and it says ninety eight percent non organic. Yeah, so it's it's implied that he has this maybe like a more retro nano technology that the little girl has, but like his is evil, or he He's is a hologram.
0: Boom. Anywho, anywho, I just I th- solved the I whole think, thing. I think Christian wants to, to move it on here, so we are going to move it no, on no, here. No, no, no. No, no, I think we kind of covered own everything. Fault. It's I my own fault. It is your own fault. I think we kind of covered everything <laughs> here, but hopefully we have convinced you to actually take the time to watch the film. <laughs> definitely, definitely worth uh, taking a look. Uh, because it's just you and I, Arjuna, I'm just going to speak for myself first. I am definitely going to say yes is a very good film. It is uh, one that I will honestly probably watch in a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months again, hmm. just because it's a lot of fun.
1: It's a fun movie. It's a Definitely good, a fun, fun
0: easy movie, and I yeah. I do personally hope there is more to come. Yeah, I think there's
1: franchise potential. Kind of like Wandering Earth, I think there's franchise potential um, and, and a lot you can do. So I will say, uh, yes, it was good.
0: Wow. I'm shocked. I'm going to say, no, it was not good, get even out. though I didn't see it. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm get, get out. I'm gonna say the fact that I missed it is not good. There you go. I like that. So no, you feel, put, put you feel left out now. now. I, I feel uh, now I know what it, what it feels like to be picked last on the football team. Wow, because I was always picked first. Wow, That's you actually picked That's when when did you ever play I? football? Uh, you're talking you know, about soccer. I was no no no. I, I was the uh, starting linebacker for the
1: people, the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Yeah. Wow. From '98 to '01, he went to Vanderbilt. What the? Yeah, anyway, we're gonna that two, is weirdly specific. We're I gonna get, get back into
0: what we're talking about, which is Attack on Titan episode Ooh. seventy. Yes, Deceiver 70. or the Deceiver. I think it's just Deceiver. Deceiver, Deceiver, Deceiver. 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 Yeah. deceiver. Who's the Deceiver? That is what I want to know. I think <laughs> I think it was called Deceiver <laughs> because it was set up where. Who? It was basically the title is supposed is basically a representation of the entire episode. Yeah. Where, bear with me here. Where basically we were deceived as the viewer that (laughs) we wouldn't uh, end watching that show, wanting to punch a certain character in the face. Yeah, Falco. (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) No, Gabby. The worst. No, she's not the worst. She's the most annoying. (laughs) She's the most annoying, but yet most truthful uh like true to her, what she truly believes type character on that show she's yeah.
1: aaron she's just a, she's just, she's i think a she's a,
0: a more extreme version of aaron she's a
1: more capable aaron mm. cap- yeah definitely more you capable know, at least at the point of their respective youths i should yeah say.
0: yeah um gabby yeah let's 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 discuss gabby right because gabby was I, I think kind of the the central piece of this show or this episode excuse mm-hmm. me um i think for me the the part that was the most shocking not shocking but the part that you look at Gabby as a character and you kind of realize there is no she'll never have that moment in in television where the truly bad character is like oh wait maybe we can all be friends yeah it's that moment when um there's the the adopted daughter the blonde girl that calls him out as being from marley uh takes the, her takes them to where her mother was killed mm-hmm. and, and and all this tragic and horrific stuff a happened throwback throwback and, you know, Gabby's still kind of ready to kill her even after listening to all that and mm-hmm. still truly believes, you know, the mother had to die because they're the devils, they're sinners, and, yeah. you know. Sounds like a religious Sin zealot to city. me. city. <laughs> yeah, she is, absolutely, 100%. It's, that's the part for me where I was like, yeah, Gabby's, she, there's just, and it's not, I don't think it's her fault. It's the way she's been raised, right? I don't, don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. Unless, unless they're playing, which is hard to think because there's only... Allegedly, there's only six episodes. Six episodes left, so unless i know, going to try and... It's a slow redemption, like super slow. Because even though you're right, it seems like she can't be set up for redemption because she's still pretty hardline. There are moments in the episode where she's like, you know, thinking about it or, you know, she's being forced to confront with the other side to the argument where that blonde girl is yelling in her face. I
1: wonder if she's supposed to be like a foil to Aaron, right? If they're playing with the idea of like Aaron's like broken bad, right? Are they going to see like can a, breaks char- good? can a character break good? Yeah, maybe and like maybe one's going to do it and one isn't. Maybe, who knows which is? I mean, maybe she breaks. She's like actually able, like able to break good and and do good. And Aaron just breaks all the way bad. Well, maybe or maybe they just can't go through with it, and everyone dies.
0: Maybe I mean, <laughs> like I said, that's how I want the show to end. Everyone, everyone dies. Just I just want the whole world to end. And then uh, the whole world gets destroyed. Cramp. You know, the, the rumbling happens. Everyone's dead. All of our times, everyone. And then it's like a millennia passes. And then the shot is an, a wall and people. And then in the foreground coming into frame is a Titan and then credits. And then that's it. No. Cause time repeats itself. No, that's I what I, was I was. loop. No. That would be dumb. Loop. I hate that. Um, but th- and Rick, I hate you. So with Gabby, Gabby, yes. Gabby, you know, Gabby oh, is weird. obviously confronted with the devils. Uh, her and Falco. Mm-hmm. Of um, course. She obviously beats the living shit out of an individual that
1: generally. That shocked me. That was when brutal. she when she like literally just. Killed that dude. Like, wait, why? Why did that shock you? Well, okay, it wasn't just like she killed him. It was oh, just the brutality it of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no. like, oh, oh god.
0: <laughs> no, 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 that makes sense. Maybe the shocker part was that they. It was fairly graphic. No, I mean, it, it was, was that. No, no, no more graphic than anything. The show's been you know yeah. a titan cr- eating humans. But Gab, I mean, that's not shocking for Gabby at all, though, right? I mean,
1: no, it fits with her character, I guess. It was just. Uh, she did it. It was just she finally
0: did it. She's been wanting to do that from like day one. I
1: mean, she killed Sasha. Like, she's. Yeah, she's but that was like, nice and so clean.
0: speaking of Sasha, so they, uh, Gabby and Falco are brought to this farm, and the farm is called Krishna. The family's brow- the family's. Well, the Browse. Family. The Browse. But family. Krishna has a theory that this is Sasha's family's house. Yeah. So, uh, I forget exactly why I thought that. But. Um, <laughs> uh, no, the reason the reason <laughs> yeah. being in a previous
1: episode, right? <laughs> I believe the man, because I think the that's daughter, it. the daughter indicates like, oh, we've been invited to this restaurant right, right. where a man who is the Marley from, guy, the Marley Ni- from Nicole Marley, Niccolo, Niccolo, right? Yeah, Nikolai, Niccolo. Niccolo, Niccolo from Marley, from Marley, from yeah. Marley uh, cooks at this restaurant, and yeah. then there's, I think, I believe it's the same man who's seen, and it's like, so that's oh, Sasha's dad, you knew I'm my so. daughter, right? Right? right. He's yep. like, and it's like, yeah, it's on the like, the, we come for a meal, it's on the house, and he's like, for free, and, 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 that, that, and that just makes so much sense. And then we also
0: saw killed her in the flashbacks of the um the blonde character who who mentions to um Gabby and Falco that a woman stood between yep her and a Titan and obviously that woman is Sasha who obviously Gabby, you know, shot. Yes. Correct. So. Bunch of circles kinda coming to a full yep. complete. Which I, I think buys
1: into Christian's credence of like her having to Gabby specifically having to come to terms with something because I don't think they put her into this loop of who she killed to basically start it off um, in there. Otherwise, especially like at the end of the season. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they're just doing it and then she'll die in the next episode. And yeah. they're like, huh, you thought we we're going to develop character? Just kidding. Or, or she'll be,
0: she's going to be faced with a choice, right? And right. we're not entirely sure which way she's going to, she's going to have a choice right now. She's going to like continue with her beliefs or she has to, you know, red, red, like, give those up and in our eyes redeem herself.
1: Right. So, we'll see. See that there's like, it's not good or evil. It's just kind of gray. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? Because Aaron, as we saw earlier in the season, like, knows that there are good people on both sides. He just doesn't care. He's just like, (laughs) I'm going to kill you anyway. Like, it just is like, remember when he talked to Ryan, he's like, it's just the way it is. He's like, Clearly, there are good people. Clearly, there are bad people. And he's like,
0: I think Aaron, I think honestly, honestly, Aaron's at a place right now where he honestly believes that killing thousands will save millions. Like, I think that's where he's at. He's just like, it sucks that these people have to die, but it's the only way for, you know, whatever his endgame is, whether it's to stop the rumbling, to do the rumbling, or to test the rumbling. You know, to do Zeke's plan, whatever it is, I think he honestly is like what he's doing is going to save the most amount of people.
1: So you're saying he's going to time heist it with his other fellow scouts, time heist, and go back in time? Oh my! To God. gather the sick, gather the Titan powers together. Are we to going to stop f- the big bad that is?
0: Are we? Are we thinking Hot top Thanos. time machine?
1: I mean, do you think it's a coincidence that Thanos is also a Titan in Marvel, and this is Attack on Titan? I think Titans lose a coincidence. I think you are on history. history. Don't they... I think. I think it's all connected. <laughs> Time <to> travel, call <laughs> it now.
0: Um. So speaking of Aaron, Aaron's you know best friend person that's always believed in him, Mikasa has a moment with a brand new scout who obviously is part of a new group that I'm calling the Aaron. Is it Aaron stands? The <laughs> yeah, Aaron stands. You got the Zeke stands, and we got the Aaron. Stands. the Aaron stands. Flo- who's Floak, not? Who's, flock, flock and his. And posse. it's not a brand new
1: character, right? Because they show yeah. in a flashback. It's one that Mikasa saved. Brand new scout.
0: Brand new scout. Yeah, but during her locking up of this new scout, Mikasa has flashbacks to when Aaron first saved Mikasa. Um, and, sa- you know, the okay, way I interpreted too. that scene was that Mikasa is actually kind of seeing that scene for what it really is, which is a youngster just brutally murdering someone. Aaron's been a murdering psychopath from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And she's finally like, oh, you know what? Huh. Right. Before he had Titan Powers. He's... Well, no, he didn't have Titan powers at the time. He, he hadn't had eaten his eat daddy his, his, yet. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't eat his dad <laughs> until after the fall of trust. Right, 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 right. No, I see what you're saying, yeah.
1: So he he had no Titan powers at that point. He had no, uh, in theory, coordinate at that point. Yeah, he was any, just, any he was just, he was just an asshole. He's, I don't know if it's being an asshole, because remember, he did that, you know.
0: To save. Air quotes here, to, to save another person for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, The way in which he did it, yeah, was very brutal and, you know. Um, <laughs> disturbing and the fact that you know in that flashback he does it and then he's like okay i'll protect you let's go and there's, there's no like immediate remorse right if that's the first human he's killed ever you would think there would be a little remorse there was nothing
1: maybe it, he, maybe he's not maybe it's not the first human he's killed jesus <laughs> that's <laughs> creepy as fuck
0: i mean aaron's weird another flashback they're based gabby on somebody it's true. That's <laughs> so true. the Aaron stands and Aaron, it's also presented that potentially Aaron had been meeting with Christian's favorite character. Yelena? Yelena. Yelena uh Zeke. Well, well not Yelena, Zeke, but right. Zeke stands. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Do you yeah. think
1: Yelena and, Flo- and and Flock Floak? Uh, you think they're they're like lovers secretly? Because they're both they uh, both have their own They're Franklips. both obsessed the with the, the, the Jaeger brothers.
0: I think the problem here <laughs> I think that (laughs) what this episode showed is that you have all of these factions, these groups, and these heads of states and these people popping up. Like Flacco, Flock Flock said it best, right? Flacco, Joe Flacco, yeah, Flock said it best, where he's like, you know, Aaron is going to be our leader. Right? And it's <laughs> like, I laughed.
1: I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? I, Why force? would anyone think that psycho well, told yeah. you is like, was a good leader? Yeah. Yeah. What, what evidence is showing you that he can lead?
0: Well, remember, we have to flashback. So, F- Flock is uh, an extremist in his own yes. right. Like, yeah, when they were time. attacking Marley, you know, Gino's like, hey, take it easy. And he's like, no, they attacked us, they killed a bunch of us on Paradise Island. Right, he has got the right idea. Every single right. one of these mofans right. need to die.
1: You're right, because he's another character who's been shaped by tragedy. Right, he was there at the end of season three when literally everybody died, but except him. for him. And he was literally remember right, like his freaking out retro. and having his panic attack. It's like, why am I the only one alive? Like, why did I survive? Like, why me? Yeah, it's crazy to think yeah. about.
0: Well, also think about the leader he was following too, right? Yeah, Irwin? that leader, um, Irwin, Irwin. In his own right, the way that he was presented as a character and what we saw, his tendencies were extreme. He led a, a group of people to their fucking death to get to that basement, to get to a basement, right? Yeah, that's you know, in order to have that charisma uh, to like get people to do something like that, right? You know, that's cult leader at that's Jim Jones level creepy <laughs> ass shit. Okay, sure. And he saw this all <laughs> firsthand, and he survived. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got some kind of like something happening in his head where, you know, he's going, he's looking for the next um, charismatic Jim Jones ass type leader. And it ain't Aaron. Uh, I don't <laughs> is know. anyone but Aaron? I don't oh, know. I think no. Aaron, his brother, they, they might be the Jim Jones of Attack on Zeke Titan. Zeke is way more charismatic than Aaron. Aaron is like the I little.
1: If, I don't know if he's charismatic. I feel like he's more calculated and definitely more of a planner, but. Who? Wouldn't, oh, Zeke? But I wouldn't say he's like. Charismatic. I, th- I think he is. is he's he pretty like to be, I am Zeke. Yeah,
0: but he's got he's got way more leadership qualities than That's true. Aaron. That's why to have
1: are, like Gabby's like devastated. Yeah,
0: about his to ha- so to have those leadership qualities, you have to have a level of charisma. So when you compare Aaron to Zeke, Zeke looks like the nicest person you've ever met. Not the nicest, but the most you know charismatic.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So obviously there was an after credit scene, right? Yeah. We got to see our. We got to see the fall of what happened at Marley. Um, all of the Titans that were left all survived. Everyone Pretty seems cool. like they're back up and running. Uh, and it's presented that there's a world alliance that wants to initially attack in six, six months. months. But Reiner says, nah, let's let's go right now. Surprise attack now, s- motherfuckers.
1: We're a suicide squad.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, man, <laughs> it was so good. I'm, I'm glad, though, because this is the Rhino we know. I feel this, you know, Rhyno's jump first. Yeah, it's it's just like Rhino Reiner, is like before it, before Reiner goes crazy. Rhino's like this really strong, capable guy, and then he loses his mind right while he's on Paradise Island, and he's never really recovered. This is the first like signs of like old Rhyno, I think that we've seen. Well, I, actually, Rhyno was like a- season three or two yeah. or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. So, but yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that the uh, the Warriors. They're they're getting ready, like, the Power Rangers, to to go in and save their friends.
1: But what do you think their actual plan is going to be? Like, they're going to just sneak in the warriors and just try and slit all their throats? That doesn't make sense. (laughs) You you, you have to think, though, like, from a
0: military standpoint, right? Yeah. They have – they've lost a lot, right? They've lost the Warhammer Titan. They've lost the Beast Titan – their enemy on Paradise, their are, are, uh, yeah, their fleet. Uh, their enemy on Paradise Island is reinforced. Yep. They are essentially at the same technological level that you are, maybe even more advanced, based on the fact that they've got, was it Stardust? Right, they've got like they have a flying the, the, ship. They've got the some mineral, kind of flying ship yeah. that also is, the mineral, the metal though. That's yeah, for, uh, only on yeah on Paradise Island. Paradise Island so right. they are a very Paradise is a very kind of well fortified area. Yeah, sneaking in. You know, I think the, the big thing that Reiner is presenting is not to do necessarily a full-blown counterattack, right? right. It's no not Because you just can't win. There's it's no just way. not possible. Their big thing is they need to go and get the Warriors back because Reiner, he's got, what, a year, two yeah. years? Right. He's going to go, and then you'll lose that Titan power. Right. You can't exactly... And as I said, training up new yeah. Warriors would take years. Yep. So they don't, they don't have that time. So it makes sense. And so they're going to go get
1: them back. I, I think the key character here is Niccolo. Is is the is our Nicolò fe- is our nicolo fella at the restaurant, um, who you know has been a, a reluctant uh, captive uh, on here, and I wonder if they're going to potentially utilize him as he's on the ocean at the the restaurant, as they say, to try and potentially sneak so in. So you're there.
0: calling him the linchpin of the entire, correct sh- shish kebab,
1: right? Because like you said, they're not going to do a full <laughs> level and in sc- scale invasion. I think it's some type of infiltration again that they're they're so used to over these years now. Um it seems like they're going to go with one of those types of plans. And I also wonder like it seems you know a little a little uh convenience here but like with with Zeke in the forest, right? What's their plan potentially with Zeke? Like now that they know he's a traitor, are they going to try and kill him? Is like that part of their plan as well?
0: But kill Zeke. Oh, oh, oh. I see what you're
1: saying. Cuz uh, cuz now that Zeke's a traitor, they need to yeah. kill Zeke and take the beast titan
0: power. Yeah. So I think so yeah I think if that's you're, part of their plan. Too. If you're going to to do this properly, yeah, you would infiltrate, figure out where uh, Falco and Gabby are, yep. Yep. and then yeah, you would figure out where Ryan or um, Zeke is. Get rid of Zeke. Take that. Have one of the trainees get that power, yeah, and then get the fuck out of there, right. right? And then hopefully you get back in time. And then when the uh, world alliance is ready, you all attack at once with the you know all that. Titan power and all that right. fun stuff. That would that would be optimal. Uh, we know it's not going to go like
1: that because Reina is uh, compromised.
0: You know he's gonna he's you know he's gonna
1: be like I don't know what to he, do. He needs a redemption though. He needs to like he's redemption like, for an, an, who's no his ass has been kicked by Aaron. Like let's just go from the battle like, nitty gritty <laughs> standpoint. He's been his ass has been kicked by Aaron, right? So he's gonna <laughs> kick Aaron several times, now, you know. It's like not, it's, it's not been a lot happen. of times where where Zeke has lost or not Zeke sorry Reiner has lost but how so now he needs to kick Aaron's ass.
0: Aaron is so powerful at this point that he it's going to catch take, him by surprise. Yeah, that's true. But it's going to take it's going to take like the combined Titan power and even that is probably not enough because remember they also have the Colossal Titan on their side. Now they're probably not going to use that to that would blow up half the island. But still, it's, true. it's, it's looking it's, it's, it's interesting. I think we're gonna have a we're gonna have a very nice, a very a very nice. Well thought out Titan battle.
1: Well, right, we're in the Between final. All the we're in the final season, right? So we we're assume end we're ent- we're entering the end game. Uh, I know we keep saying end game of this uh, show. Yeah. Uh, do we think we have enough time for there to be a counterattack and then they retreat, and then there's the full scale war? No. Or do we think no. this is it? This is. I think I this think will be this the is final is kind of the end game.
0: I I think. <laughs> I, I think, think Ma- is it Mappa? Yeah, uh, the, that's the studio. The yeah. studio behind it. I honestly like. I know we keep joking like, oh, it, it can't be done in this amount of time. It might be. I feel like it actually might be might done be. in the yeah. next six episodes. And I think it's going to start with an infiltration. And then either that's going to, I think one of two things is going to happen. It's, it's either going to be an infiltration and we see a bunch of redemption things. And we think yeah. the good guys are going to get their thing in the rumbling. And then it's going to end the way I want it to end where it's, everyone's fucked. Um, or it's going to be one of those kind of endings where, you know, you know, truly no sides win. Um, and you know, everyone kind of loses and, and, and Aaron, you know, is, is ousted as really kind of the, the main bad guy. There's a, there's a, there's a, oh, sorry, I think ahead. there's just a couple of things as well that, starting, that where if this was the last arc, I think it makes sense. They've reintroduced Annie, uh, Chris is pregnant, um, there's all these like different elements in play for the future of Titanhood. They've also introduced like, New characters, mm. not new characters, old characters who are now coming to their prime, like the next generation kind of, a few of them. So even though we, even though it seems like it, it might be rushed in our viewpoint, it, this could very well be the final. Like, it's like their surprise attack, and then the results of that will determine the fate of the world.
1: What if the, because I assume they're going to send all of their Titans onto the island, so you're going to have all the Titan users again, together again. So, if we do go with the theory that Eren breaks bad, if all the Titan users are together, what if they all teamed up to then take down Aaron? And you basically get like a one verse, how many ever Titans are left? Six? Five? Because he has like four. Three of the powers or whatever. Um, and let's
0: assume he doesn't eat anyone else.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> he eats Armin. Yeah, oh I, I would
0: have to also wonder though, like if you're Marley and your military's been crushed like this, why would you risk sending the remaining Titans to a place that is so heavily fortified? Right,
1: because at this point, you're you've they've proven that your Titans aren't that powerful. <laughs> like they basically won; they basically killed all your Titans, or were very close to killing all your Titans in your home turf. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if you attack, there's still no guarantee that could the same thing could happen. You need some type of win, and this is probably Reiner's explanation: like we have to catch them by surprise if this is what we have, this is what we have, this is what we can send. But we basically need this win because Ryan is probably right. Like in six months, you know, if Zeke's on their side, they're going to have enough time to kind of have built their strategy and build up so that they're going to win. They need that element of surprise though. And they need those people back. And if they can kind of shift some stuff, especially with those Titan powers, like you have to do it.
0: We don't know. We're not sure. I believe Ymir Ymir had all the powers. She she
1: was the first (laughs) one, and then they split her body into nine or, yeah, nine, right? Yep. And then each, the whole thing of like eating a person, right? And then getting the powers, they like ate her pieces of the body and got the powers.
0: Delicious. (laughs) Yummy. (laughs) This makes me hungry. Anyway, (laughs) Krishna. Yes. Was Attack on Titan. Episode 70. Deceiver. Mm -hmm. Good. It was good. Enjoyed you it immensely. deceiver. What? No. no. I I liked it a lot. um uh it was a super gabby Falco centric episode, but I thought it was pretty necessary because we need to see the other side and you know, there that there are people on that side are capable of being just as extreme as Aaron. So um that was really good. And I also in, I really enjoyed the introduction of the the reintroduction of the two characters who were saved by Mikasa and Sasha when they were kids. Um, which is heavily influenced, you know, how they interact with the world. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And The future and um, yeah, and the end game. Uh, Arjuna, was Attack on Titan episode seventy good? Yes, it was. I'm shocked. I thought you were saying no. I'm it, just kidding. I don't. I don't know. Why. It
1: was good, and uh, I like that they teased the uh, future action that is coming with um, this Marley counterattack, which hopefully maybe will happen next episode, maybe the episode after.
0: Oh, it's no. definitely the next episode after, <laughs> not the next one. Uh,
1: so we'll see, we'll see. So excited for that, for some more action. I think I've recovered from the first batch now. Yes, bring on the, <laughs> yes, <laughs> bring yes, on yes. the action. Speaking uh, of batch, no, Ravi, <laughs> was it good?
0: It was wonderfully good. Oh, it was a quite. I'm en- surprised you said, I episode. thought. I'm surprised it you was, said good. It was definitely more of a fast paced than the last two episodes. For sure. Um, you got more information in terms of flashbacks. You you got to see where all these pieces kind of going. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it was a really well done episode. You know, there were definitely the pieces of uh, Gabby and Falco at the farm were some of the most uncomfortable yeah. scenes because you knew Super that Gabby was is a violent psychopath, itching to kill people. To kill people. Yeah, yeah. I
1: also also like this show does a brilliant job of like mixing in really funny moments. Oh God! Like uh, we didn't even talk about the Gabby. You, part. If you're yeah. watching this on Facebook or YouTube and you look at our thumbnail, I used the part of. Uh, Gabby's head getting chewed on by a horse. I'm pretty sure that
0: is trending. It was trending. Um, which is hilarious. It's a, so it's the funniest thing we've ever seen and we'll probably ever see again of Gabby, you know, with her head getting chewed out by a horse and then a bucket of shit landing on her head. Yep. Like, I mean, that's that's the funniest thing you're ever going to see with this character because she's just not built for those moments. But
1: they got it in here, and I like that. And it worked. Like, the, the moment worked. Yeah. So yeah. It, yeah.
0: That's like I think that's also though like that's one of the beautiful things about anime is that you can go on the you know the drop of a hat you can go from yeah. grotesque violence to kind of this more like subtle ha 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 lighthearted yeah shit on your movement. head yeah shit on your head literally yeah Yummy. no Christian you literally have no, I'm just kidding I do no 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 speaking of shit on people's heads oh no nope that doesn't work what at a all. transition but there was a band that used to wear helmets maybe they were protecting their heads from shit uh, Daft Punk they uh. After twenty eight years, they gone. They gone. Yeah, like twenty eight years, like my my
1: age. They
0: yeah. split. They said, "I don't like you." Really? Actually, I don't know why. <laughs> that <laughs> all that sound I've seen like in terms of the reasoning is their publicist just simply said that they have split. They did a video, a music video, dropped today called Epilogue. Nice. And that's that. Maybe they just told
1: all the music or like had done everything they wanted, and they're just like, there's nothing left.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, friend of the pod Zach Schwartz, he tweeted out. Uh, he's a big Coachella guy. Coachella, obviously, a big musical festival that used to happen in the pre-COVID world. Um, <laughs> basically, put out a funny caption that was, uh, you know, Daft Punk, where it said, basically said, you know, can't have a reunion tour unless you've broken up. That's true, right? So <laughs> it's true. That's very, very true. true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it's a whole big public publicity stunt. Essentially, one of the you know one of the cooler cosplay bands. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to figure out and get myself a Daft Punk helmet.
1: Yeah. I don't know what that i, would I agree. Agree with it. It's, it's crazy because like just a few weeks ago, everyone's like, are they gonna be at the Super Bowl with, yeah, the, weekend? with the weekend? Oh yeah. yeah, that's a good point.
0: I wonder if this ties into anything. Like maybe there's
1: this breakup. I think it's it was like gonna be hard with COVID restrictions yeah. to have any type of featured other musician. Yeah, but they literally
0: sense. have helmets on. They're the best people to have in a cool. Do you think those world? things have like the proper like C D C guidelines for like ventilation? Punk. They can afford it. It's true. <laughs> they, could build, they could custom build their helmets to be, you know, as, as perfect as they want hmm. in terms of fighting COVID. Speaking of perfect things, oh Ezra God. Bridger, probably the greatest Star Wars character what? besides Grogu. That's a hot take. <laughs> Ezra? <laughs> I mean, he's cool. Don't get me wrong, but the greatest? I thought Kanan
1: was a better character. Yeah, Kanan's oh, Kanan's, better. Kanan. Kanan's 100. Both, both post versions. Post-blind Kanan.
0: No, both. Pre-blind and post-blind. No, no, post-blind, post-blind way, way better. Yeah. No, he's more badass, but pre-blind Kanan is maybe a better character because yeah, post-blind he's... Kanan is a little too perfect, too masterful. Pre-blind Kanan is like this young. Think of Obi-Wan from episode one, kind of like this hotshot, like, I'm a Jedi. I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, I, I like that. So character pre-blind Kanan is Jedi Knight, and post-blind Kanan is Jedi Master. And Jedi Knight is more interesting than Jedi Master almost all the
1: time. Oh, so because Anakin was never a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was interesting.
0: You're on the council, but we don't grant you the title. Take a seat, young Skywalker. <laughs> 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 but anyway, Ezra Bridger, uh, great character, uh, originally introduced from the Star Wars Rebels animated series from uh, David Filoni.
1: I've heard of that guy. Yeah, he He's sounds like He wears
0: cowboy hats. He's a cowboy. There's been cowboy. long-time rumors that a live-action version of Ezra Bridger would show up. Fans were like, oh, he's going to show up in Mandalorian. Uh, it seems like the live-action version is going to show up in the spin-off show from Disney Plus known as Ahsoka. As we know, Ahsoka what? Tano has been live-action ca- live casted uh, by the wonderful Rosario Dawson. Thank you. Uh, but this live-action version of Ezra Bridger supposedly is going to be cast as by uh, Mina...
1: Mena Masood. Thank you, believe, Arjuna, with the pronunciation. He's the most known for the live-action adaptation of Aladdin, a Guy <laughs> Ritchie film that was strange. Guy Ritchie did Aladdin? Yes. Yes. Did you know that? What? It's a weird movie. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> Was movie. it good? No. I, don't, I didn't even have to ask. Iago turns into a dragon. Who? Iago, the talking parrot. What? Wait, I thought Mufasa
0: album. or... Not Mufasa. <laughs> That's Lion King. Um who's the sultan the bad guy? You mean Jafar. Jafar, Jafar yeah. Doesn't he's Jafar not in s- the cartoon one turn into a dragon?
1: I I think I think he turns into genie.
0: a genie. A D, an a dark a genie. Dark. Survival oh, the the But the so good I mean one. interesting casting choice I think. Um I think <laughs> he's a great choice honestly. Really? Yeah, well, I think I've I mean, I, I I never seen I've not seen I've Aladdin never saw nor it, yeah. anything that he's, he's done He's he's so not
1: like Aladdin's like he's fine as Aladdin. Um I've seen him in a couple other things where I think he's 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 better and he has some range and he also he just has kind of like the look I feel like and he has that energy. I Can we just be blood here
0: in terms of what that look is?
1: What short? Uh, <laughs> an actor, PC an actor who's not white. <laughs> oh uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. But I was just saying, like, I was just saying, like, his facial structure and everything kind of reflect, honestly, a little bit of what the animated version is. Um, and I also feel like he kind of has that. Youthful energy that Ezra has in the animated show. Now, the issue, I wonder if there is going to be one, is Ezra's supposed to be how many years older from the end of Rebels to where we are in, you know, pre, between so six seven? So, Rebels, he ends roughly
0: around the age of like 16, 17. Yeah. So, by the time Ahsoka supposedly is taking place, we're talking uh, almost, I think, like 35 years, like 30 years later.
1: Yeah, so he's supposed to be forty six. Yeah, that might be a bit of an issue because he is <laughs> not forty six, and he doesn't present as a forty six year old either. He presents like a man in his twenties, thirties.
0: Actually, I want to double check myself. On so that, if uh, so. if Disney were smart, they would cast Rukh Khan, <laughs> and you would capture you would you would imagine you would immediately capture a billion people to go see uh, see this series because, <laughs> well, he's you know the it's, it's that's his. Biggest actor in India. So, boom, could, do that. Could
1: you imagine Shah Rukh Khan, and then you make Ahsoka a uh, live-action Star Wars um, <laughs> musical show? <laughs> they break it to song. Oh, God. Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it yeah, up. Just go You off. could have epic lightsaber battles. That okay, sung.
0: okay. So, I'm <laughs> wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. So, Rebels is roughly one to two years before episode four. Yes. So, let's just say two, just to give it whatever. Episodes four, five, and six take roughly three to four years. Let's say three. So that puts it at five, and then Mandalorian is, is another five years. So in total, I would say twelve years. So, oh, so it's supposed
1: to be twenty-eight. Uh, 28. So That actually you would up be a under under thirty. That lines up a lot. More. It would be or 30. It would be he would be oh, in his forties
0: if he makes it all the way to Force Awakens.
1: I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That Act makes is hard. That makes more sense. Well, the other thing too, sure there was like Star
0: there. Wars timelines and years and everything don't really perfectly align with how we see time, so they can do whatever they want.
1: Hmm. That's that's true, I guess. Well, <laughs> oh,
0: do you remember in episode five, how long is Leia and Han on Cloud City and running away from the Empire, and how long is Luke on Dagobah?
1: Yeah, I mean that time is that that weird. time makes
0: really no sense. Yeah, it's like a week. Speed. It's a week. Easy. I fixed it. One week. Light speed. Moving into some other interesting casting choices. I'm just going to say it that way. We'll start with the Star Wars into Marvel. and That will be our bridge. Uh, Daisy Ridley uh, will supposedly be taking up the mantle of Spider Woman.
1: Well, it's not. It's more of a rumor. It's. it's uh, I say supposedly. Yeah, yeah. It's a rumor, and she was presented it and She's like, I haven't heard that, but that would be really cool. She's she's open to it. She's very it's open really to it. She's like, she's like, she's like, she is open to that Disney bag. Yes, yes. But not the Star As Wars Disney bag. Be. The Marvel Disney bag, because yeah. it pays more. It does pay pays more. more. Really? Yes. Yeah, the movies make more money. <laughs> <laughs> so it pays more. Wait, which one is more? I guess.
0: Uh, I don't even need to really ask that question. I was gonna be like, "Oh, is it which is worse, a Twitter Marvel fan or a Star Wars Twitter Marvel fan?" Star, Star Wars. Wars. It's not Star even close. Wars. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mar- I honestly don't think, think that's right. close. And Marvel, yes. like, there's so many actors just taking Marvel projects because it's just like it's the biggest thing you can do. Star Wars for the money is still big, but it's not Marvel big. Not it's Marvel not, money. It's not MCU big. Not yet. Maybe, Maybe never. Day. I don't, maybe I don't think he, I don't <laughs> I don't know if it has the appeal
0: or the broadness to be um You have big. to remember like Star Wars does not do well in Asian markets. Mm. Uh when you, especially like when you compare like if you compare like so a y- Marvel to a Star Wars, yeah, Marvel kills over there. Like they love, love Marvel. Yeah. Uh Star Wars for whatever reason, I'm just know. maybe that's changing
1: cool. with like to bring it back, you know, bring it back to the top, you know, with Space Sweepers and Wandering Earth that you get more like of these sci-fi yeah. kind of blockbusters and they're becoming more open like why is it in 2021 we're getting the first Korean sci-fi blockbuster because it just like you said like sci-fi's traditionally just haven't done as well there but maybe that Maybe this is a sign that things are changing. And now, you know, thinking Disney, like, especially they think international, they're like, okay, how do we tap into this market that's now being created with Wandering Earth? And well, they tried that
0: with uh, Rogue One, hmm. Donnie Yen. That was supposed to help with, uh, I don't I don't know off the top of my head what the numbers did in uh, Asian markets, but. You
1: know. Rogue One did do very well financially, right?
0: Yeah, the last 45 minutes of it.
1: I mean, financial. <laughs> <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. Financially. It did well. how, financially. Did, how, does, how
0: does half a movie do well financially? I just want to know. Hold, what, on, hold on, I just want to know how oh, you yes. figure that out. Yes. <laughs> and then the last. Like, like, like that was more popcorn bought during the last 45 exactly. minutes. That's how I met. Yeah. I how, love like, those stats right that there. That would be amazing. Oh, and then the last piece of casting news here, uh, Jennifer Lawrence as Sue Storm. Mm. It looks like it. Uh, well, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. It looked like for a minute it was legit. Yep. And then it looked like it was debunked. Yeah. And now it looks like
1: it's something. I honestly hope it doesn't happen. I Same. Think, I think it would be a bad choice.
0: Why, Juno? I, I don't Have
1: think Jennifer a Have you seen Lawrence X-Men <laughs> with Mystique? Actors, actually.
0: Yes. <laughs> At all. Was not the most, was not the best interpretation of Mystique that I've ever seen. I'll say that. Also, what is, what is also, the, best, the actress. What, what is the best interpretation mistake you've ever seen? the nineteen nineties X Men series, okay. animated series. Okay, well, it's hard to compete with a, a cartoon. I'm just, just saying.
1: Cartoons,
0: <laughs> um, but I, I,
1: but yeah. I do agree with you. By the way, I, I don't. I just, I, I don't think
0: be. it would be the best. Um, who would be? Who would be, Who's your? Who's your ideal? Who's your ideal Sue Storm? Don't Barry. say Jessica Alba. <laughs> She's
1: already done it. He said Halle Berry. Halle Berry, yeah, she's change it up a bit. Go with someone older. She's too
0: old. <laughs> yeah, no, that no. Yeah. Why does it have I to? I like Halle Berry. Why does Sue Storm have to be somebody she in her thirties or forties? Oh well, because also uh, Halle Berry's in her forties, so uh, she's in her fifties. be her up, 60s. really? She might be in eighties. How old no, am I? <laughs> in 80s. Um, I don't even know how, how old, I old am. are you. I You're thirty uh, nine. Yeah, about well, that.
1: also I wouldn't want to do Halle Berry. Actually, for the same reason. Well, part of the reason I want to do Jennifer Lawrence, I don't want another retread. Honestly, like Halle Berry has done her superhero stuff. She did Storm. I liked her as Storm. She did like Catwoman.
0: Wait, no, that wasn't. What is she? She did. She was Catwoman. Yeah, okay. so
1: she's she's done the superhero stuff before. Like, and she's a great actress. Uh, let her do like other stuff and like expand her horizon. Like, she doesn't need to do the superhero bag again. Like, not to say it's beneath her or she should turn it down, but I don't know if that's like the right character for her. Hmm. Um, I want to see someone new. Like, I think some of these. You, for some of these properties, you can try out new people. It doesn't always have to be like established actor, X, Y, or Z. That's true as well.
0: But what would you guys say, though? So Jim Krasinski has been heavily linked to... Uh, John
1: Krasinski. G- who would I say? You keep saying Jim Krasinski.
0: Uh, I'm just going to say Jim Halpert Jim has Halper. been heavily linked to... Um, Jim Halpert's already and playing I know a I character. Keep, I keep calling him... That's true as well. Keeps, I keep calling him Mr. Stretch. Um, Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yep. Mr. So Fantastic, what, what Mr. would you Bombastic. guys say? What would you guys say to his real life wife, uh, Emily Blunt? As that known? was rumored a while ago, and it I was. thought that would that makes sense. It's I thought that would be interesting, right? You know, because angle. like I don't know, they do really well together. Like, <laughs> qui- was it a quiet place? <laughs> quiet place? I like thought a, that movie was overrated. <laughs> I th- I lo- I think the premise of the movie was kind of overrated, but
1: like how they actually they're acting in it and. Kind of pull oh, you, oh, you, in mean, when think. he was like really sexist, and he was like, "No, I do men things. You stay do women things." <laughs> That's the whole thing in the movie. He's like, he's like horribly sexist. If you do, bring you down he, that do you movie. think he? Do
0: you think because he did he direct it or he write it? he it Directed it, and wrote he wrote it. it. Uh Do you think the whole movie was just like you know, like a subtle message to Emily Blunt? Like <laughs> this is this is what I think. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I need right, a quiet place. so a quiet place is not a good, good example. But then, what about Live Die Repeat, which is actually not the title of the movie.
1: It's, it's uh, yeah. Edge, of, Edge Tomorrow. of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, wonderful. she was amazing. That, that was a great. Tom movie. Tom Cruise was wonderful in that.
0: Movie. It's, it's one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> Probably it was his so best good. One. It's my only Tom Cruise movie. Gosh, he's, I've he's, liked. He's, he's, no, you like Tropic Thunder. He's good for Mission Impossible.
1: Oh, we got a we got a suggestion here for uh, Anya Taylor Joy,
0: and remember, our June is referring to our Twitch chat because we live stream these on twitch.tv. slash Was It Good? Who's Anya Taylor Joy? You guys Joy need again? to do a
1: better <laughs> job promoting that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, yeah. and she was also well. She's actually it. technically also a retread. Uh, she was in New Mutants.
0: But wait,
1: I saw it. I saw it. Damn, it wasn't you. You would see that.
0: Um. Yeah. That's about it, huh? I think I think we're getting to that point where... Oh, yeah. Big Hero 6 is entering the MCU. Very kind of empty uh, article. Doesn't explain what <laughs> characters. <Doesn't laughs> no, it does. It actually does. Wait, it so, is, it, it doesn't have specifics. <laughs> they said it will
1: likely include Baymax and Hero from, from the Big Hero 6, which are the two main characters, and that they're eyeing um, the potential properties they're eyeing. It could be as soon as... The, nut, the new Doctor Strange movie, or Secret Invasion, to actually have them appear. Huh? Interesting. If Doctor Strange makes sense. It's called the Multiverse of Madness. You can literally introduce any character you wanted. Under with, the Disney umbrella. With literally, with like very little setup if you want to. Oh, we're flying through multiple universes. Who's this? Who's this? Who's
0: this? Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> there, you, see, you, you, you see, wait yeah, you see Woody show up. There's a snake in my boot. yeah, <laughs> like you see, yeah, and you see J- Grogu.
1: You see Michael Keaton's Batman. Just why not? Wait, no, fuck that
0: doesn't it. make sense.
1: Why not? Yeah, why not? Why because not?
0: that's not. It's not. Some, some EP. That some doesn't e- make sense. Some EP <laughs> over at Warner Brothers owes some EP over at Disney a favor, <laughs> and it's just like, hey, give me this footage real quick. You know, really fuck with fans. Wow, 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 wow. Put in Harry Potter, and that's gonna be all of our was it news, uh, and that's gonna be it for the show. Wow. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, and you're welcome. As always, you can find us on this wonderful, terrible thing known as social media. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at was it good on Instagram at was it good BTM on Twitch, twitch.tv slash good We stream these pods live there every Monday and Friday. This, uh, Oh, before I get there, we also have a YouTube channel and our website, wasitgood.info, a newsletter is coming shortly. <laughs> Our ne- next podcast is going to be this Friday on episode eight of One Division, a.k.a. it was Agnes the whole time. <laughs> Nicely done. You're wow. Goodbye. Wow, 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 wow. Goodbye.